love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee, to more love and joy. Who doesn't need more love and joy in their life? If, if you don't think you need more love and joy, I have a feeling you probably wouldn't be listening to my show because, you know, we, we often talk about how to improve your relationship, how to improve the quality of your life, how to care more about yourself, about the loved ones in your life, and how to just be happier in general. So I had a feeling when I saw the heading, Nine Steps to More Love and Joy, it sounded like something that I had to do on my show and I had to share with you all. So Melinda Joy, it is great to have you with me today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I love to share uh, about love and joy. And my middle name is Joy, so I've been living Joy for a long time. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that until you started saying that. I said, you know, it is. And I have to tell people that, that anyone who reads Am I Normal If, which I talk about on here all the time because I'm so proud of that book, you will actually learn more about Melinda Joy because we shared information about her and Grandma Twyla in the book. So, Melinda Joy. Hey, should I call you Melinda or Melinda Joy? Or does you you can just call me Joy. Just call me Joy. Okay. Yeah, Joy. I go by Melinda okay. Joy, but I like just Joy. It's easy and it's a great okay. name. Okay, it is. It is. Okay, it is awesome to have you with me. And and I have to say that, that at, which I think is probably obvious with my other comment, you are a friend of Susan Case, and that's how we met. And it's so funny. I was on a Zoom call back a few weeks ago with, with Susan and other people from IMBT, and I, I, saw, I saw Joy walk by and went, hey, I know who that is. <laughs> that's, that's how we ended a meeting, because I was on a Zoom call with Susan, and Joy walked right by, and I said, I know her. <laughs> I recognize you from the book. Awesome. That is so funny. So and and you know, it was so cool. I was I was working on that section of the book and I was reading your bio and it's like she has so many cool things. Oh my gracious. So let me let me tell y'all a little bit about her. She is an author, a speaker, a wellness coach a master light practitioner. She does feng, feng shui and clearing, I love this part, clearing toxicity from the home in any type of land. For the past 40 years, her transformational classes, retreats, and lectures have blended ancient thousand-year-old technologies with modern concepts with, that reflect new research on brain, memory, skills, healing systems and mindfulness and she has an institute called Shambhala Institute which she founded in 1991 for the study and application of how the environment directly impacts 
one's quality of life. From 40 years involvement with healing arts, energetic space clearing, and permaculture. Melinda Joy teaches and lectures on Feng Shui, shamanic gardening, and four levels of training for light energetic practitioner. You know, that, that there's just there's a million questions I could ask just based on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Ask away. I'm ready. <laughs> I, wow. And like I said, the, the thousand-year-old technologies, and that's what we talked about in the book and, and Grandma Twilight. And that alone could be a year of shows. <laughs> so, it really is. It really is. Today oh, I wow. wanted to look at at levels of understanding because when you there you know, we have our physical body, our mental, emotional and spiritual self. And all of those have so many levels within them. And so I I read I read this book, um, The Red Tent by Anita Diamond. And she she said this interesting way of looking at all of these um, dimensions that you were just mentioning that that we do it's in the Shambhala Institute so if you imagine yourself looking at a river you're just sitting on the bank and you're just looking at the river and you only see just a just a small part of its right. surface but yet the water before your eyes talks about and is proof of all the levels and the unknown depth that's in that water. And so everything everything that that you look at. So even even steps to love and joy. Even even the the dimension of love and the dimension of joy. And I put love and joy together because love that's a beautiful thing. And it's like the paste that glues the whole universe together. However, when, you, when you're, in, you're heavily into love and then you develop and move, you can move into joy, which is another level going upward. Like we have levels going down and we have levels going up. Infinite levels. So joy is like an, is like infinite levels going upwards from love. And so I put them together because, you know, you fall in love and you're having a wonderful time and you're in that incredible, dreamy, wonderful, comfortable, just exciting time. And if you think, stay me, together me, long enough, what? Let me let me kind of go back to your your example about the river. Yeah. And and kind of explain what came to my mind immediately when you said that, just to kind of preface. In, in case somebody didn't <laughs> like put that together right away, because okay. you know yeah. when you when you're looking when you're looking at a river or the ocean or any body of water. You're you're looking at that one part that's in front of you, and even if you glance to the left and glance to the right, you're seeing that part, but you're basically only seeing the surface of the water. 
right? But if you're well, looking, I think that people, when you look at water, you do look into the depths of it. You do. If the water, say the water is just like clear water, it you look into the depths of it, and it and it sometimes the water looks so shallow, but it could be six or eight feet deep. Well, what and that's what, what makes it, and that's another it, level it, in itself. Right. Well, what I'm thinking is, you're you're often not seeing all the way like to the other side, to the other bank. You're not uh-huh. seeing all the way as far as it goes to the right, okay? Because it probably goes further out of sight, maybe around the bend. Same with to the left, okay? You don't know what it's doing all the way that way. And even if you think you're seeing all the way down, you're pr- you're not seeing all the way down and into the the bottom, you know, under the the sand or the silt or whatever's down there, you know. Yes. So there's there's all these other depths and levels that even if we think we're seeing all of it, there's so much more there that's not visible to the naked eye. That's right. right. And that is that really brings to mind for people in a relationship, just think of the depth of the relationship, the different levels, the different levels of just one partner and the other partner, just two people, and how many levels there are to that relationship. So the levels, some of, and like you say, a lot of the levels are hidden. And right. sometimes, And sometimes the hidden could be negative, but it could be positive also. It's like understanding, having a clearer understanding is meaning that you awaken within your heart. And and putting the effort. Because like if, if you wade into the water and you dig into the bottom, we can stir it up and we can find out what's down there. But if we just stand that's, on the edge and glance, then we can't find out what's in there. That's right. And in, in the psychology, and Jungian psychology, um, he, the, the quality of going into the, their symbols, what, what is symbolized the wa- in the water. Like I do this exercise. It's called the reflections in a lake. And so you look at the lake, and you see how the water is coming in, how the water is going out, and then you look at the water. And when you go down into the depths of the water, and then I say, are there any rocks or debris or whatever, those rocks and debris, they actually symbolize and represent all the things that can be released from the relationship that hinder the relationship. And the other part of this is the levels of ourselves. You have, the, the, you have your heart within. So the level of understanding and the levels, infinite levels, are really seen more in the heart itself because the heart is mm-hmm. it's like it's an infinite, infinite levels in the heart. And that's where right. love and joy, that's where they reside. And so it's like always 
beginning to go into your heart. And so in the nine steps to more love and joy, it's like really learning how to go in your heart and how to use that your own joy and love that's within you and how to go how to awaken how to awaken those levels i mean to have a deep that as you have a deeper relationship in your love you have deeper openings in your own heart about love or about joy so it's like okay yeah if you begin like think about this if you have um the deeper levels so now we have the earth and we have the earth medicine so all these have to do with love and joy we know that you know a a rose a rose is now it symbolizes love so okay can be like cleopatra and she she took she would take uh, all the rose gardens and she would take all the petals and she would harvest them and then just throw them all over her floor and then she would put them in her in her spa <laughs> you know she would make creams out of rose and and so she took using the physical rose into you know infinite ways that she did however if we go into that levels in our heart the levels of understanding and awakening love with just the rose just the rose we'll just stay with the rose you could study the rose for years and years the the emotional aspects of the rose the spiritual aspect of the rose and how the rose the rose oil or the rose essence can awaken your senses it can awaken your doors within you that ha- that give you another level of understanding or a love another level of being love and so that's what we're talking about we have the earth medicine and we'll just stick to medicine for love and joy we have green trees and think of a green tree and just pouring love into the earth into the air into the wind we have yellow flowers yellow roses yellow dandelions yellow corn corn the medicine in corn is joy of family it helps you if you feel like homesick you could take some corn essence and feel just feel better that you feel like you have your family around you so we're talking about symbolism and we're also talking about energy the energy itself affects and influences our thoughts and our feelings we have swan think of a swan how why did i use swan so much at a wedding because swans are a symbol of love and have been for hundreds of years so we have baby ducks think of baby ducks lending giggles of joy think of <laughs> think of young children on a picnic 
and they're down at the, at the pond, and they see all the, the baby ducks, and they see dandelions, and they're picking dandelions. And children can't pick dandelions unless they're giggling. <laughs> they are in joy when they're picking dandelions. So dandelion has a sense, gives you that sense of joy. We know that dogs, we have dogs because it, we, we grow and learn and develop love, don't we, with a dog. And pet, yeah. a, a pet cat, a, a cat purrs when it feels loved. Right. We have, we have pink quartz crystals, and they radiate love into a room. We have a field of sunflowers. They have these pictures always, and they have these pictures of just a whole field of sunflowers, and you look at it, and it just gives you such a sense of joy. So love and joy, they kind of go together because they're like blend one into the other. Mindy, you know, have, I always think buttercups. Yeah, oh, buttercups. Remember we had that little thing, does he love me, does he love me? Again, love and well, joy. Well, and, and who who holds, you remember, I mean, they probably don't do it anymore, but we used to hold buttercups up under people's chins, and you always did that with a smile. I mean, that's not something you do and like yes. and, and have a mean face. Never had a no, mean face doing that. Just no, before. no. You have to have a smile. You have to feel that joy, don't you? It's feeling that bubbling yeah. of joy within you. And it's again, it's within you. So the, the today scientists are discovering, you know, we've known these things for years and thousands of years. And then the scientists somehow look into it more carefully, and then they discover. It's not that they, they um, created something or, or looked at something that, wasn't, that they just never saw before in a way that they can see now. So they've been making these um, discoveries. And one thing they discovered was that just the earth medicine itself can improve your mood for love and joy, just improve your mood. You know, um, there's the, the color and the earth medicine can reduce depression. Just being, just walking, just walking on the beach, like you said, yeah. or, on, or in the woods or in a meadow. We don't have enough meadows left on America. But yeah. that can reduce depression and and calm, bring calm for out of anxiety. Yes. And it can, this is one I love. So you can increase your beauty glow. Don't you love that? Because, I like that. and sometimes after a ceremony, I don't know if you're used to going to ceremonies. So after a ceremony, ceremony might go from one to two hours. So, we're, we're having a ceremony, and sometimes you just feel so at one with nature and at one with the angels that are nearby and at one with everybody there, and the love and joy is, is like so deep, and you can, you can feel it and sense it really easily. 
And sometimes being in that atmosphere for two hours, when you get out of that atmosphere, everybody has a glow on their face. (laughs) So that's a beautiful thing. And it really creates a space. And this is what they're saying, that we need more spaces. So that's why they're making, they're bringing gardens everywhere, like little gardens, big gardens, you know, um, along like in a town, they'll take, they'll take part of the sidewalk up and they'll make a little garden, just a little garden, just to have some flowers. All of that makes us, gives us some love and joy, especially if they're green and especially if they're yellow. Hmm. You know, it's the two two things that I've mentioned on here specifically about along those lines. One of them is when when I have a really important appointment at the doctor's over at UVA, there's there's this really gorgeous overlook when I'm going over the mountains because I have to go over oh, the mountain to get oh. there. Yeah. Right. And and coming back down the mountain, there's this one that is just fantastic. And actually, from time to time, I, I put it up on my, my header picture on, on Facebook, a picture that I took there. And I love it because normally it's it's a big overlook and there's all kinds of space, right? So I like to go over yeah. early so I can pull off there and just get out and just kind of walk. And when it's pretty, I take my shoes off because I like my feet <laughs> free, right? Yes, and when, yes when right cold, on the earth to get that magnetism. Yeah. Exactly. And, and just kind of get a little centered, you know, and just kind of debrief a few times and then go to the appointment. Because I know it's going to be an intense day waiting for results to come in and that kind of thing, you know, to see, yeah. to see if everything's okay and holding steady or not. Because yeah. uh, I know if not, I'm going to get bad news and probably going to be back in the hospital, you know. And then, uh, then uh. too, I did, I did several shows during the whole COVID thing when, you know, we were supposed to stay home. And and I gave specific ideas and said, okay, I know we're supposed to stay away from, from people, strangers, this kind of thing, but, you know, give yourself the opportunity to go outside. Even if you need to stay away from other people, take yourself outside, get some fresh air, get some sunshine, put your feet on the grass, in the dirt, whatever, and just... Connect yourself to nature, you know, put your, like I said, put your feet yes. in the grass, you know, do yes. something to connect yourself with nature. And you're saying the same thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's what the scientists are, are spelling it out for people now. I mean, we've always known, I mean, that taking a walk on the beach was going to be good for us. I mean, that's why we go to relax and feel good. And, but taking a, picnic you don't take a picnic on cement you take picnic in the woods or next to the beach or or in the meadow or where it's green green grass and why do people it is the same thing of people when you see a, a university and all the and all the students are out on the grass studying right and that because all of that really helps us and so the other thing that Mother Earth is, she is a sacred energy source. 
that can also teach. And we were talking about the healing. So she teaches and heals. So Mother Earth, a way to look at Mother Earth is that she is the oldest and largest, certainly the largest ancestor that we have. And she is our greatest teacher. And Mother Earth teaches everywhere in so many different ways about love and joy. If you just want to know what is love or what is joy, you know, for um, two years I studied, this is long ago, back in in 1980s. So I said, I'm going to take and just study joy or or love. What is love? And and this is the the other level that we're talking about or that we can add to our understanding of different levels of understanding. I studied love, and I didn't tell anybody I was going to do that. I I just did it. I just studied everything I could about love. And little children, I used to do a lot more children than I do now in therapy. Um, So children would write me poems about love. It was a time when they had words that you, it was like a a little sign. It was L-O-V-E. It was like a sign made out of words, and you just put it on the wall. I mean, it was a very common thing to do in the 70s and 80s. So people would give me that. I had books in my library that I had in the living room. And when people came to see me, they would always go over, and, and they would pick out the books by this Native American, White Eagle. They would pick his books, and they would say, can I borrow? There's 12 of them all together. And everybody wanted to borrow those books, which, you know, I lend them out because they were so important for people. And he talked about love, period. That's what he talked about. And so what I'm getting at is, so now we go into nature to get love and joy, but our Thoughts, our thoughts are in the air. Everything that we think is in, the, is in the air. So if you want more love, you want to think love. You could just say for five minutes, get in a traffic jam, in a, in a New York City traffic <laughs> jam, <laughs> or in the Beltway around D.C., right, and just chant love. Love, 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 love. Chant it for five, ten minutes. Chant it the whole day and see what miracles come to you. Or, or just LA. Amazing. It's just amazing. So we're talking about levels, deeper levels of living. If we have positive thoughts, if we have, they say for for um, there's two words, there's three words. One is love, and another another two words is thank you. The same thank you. Say right. thank you, and that makes endorphins come into our body. Now endorphins are positive and very good for the immune system, and they're very good for healing. So. What we're talking about is different levels, infinite levels of bringing joy and bringing love 
into your life. Or the, another level is once you go into your heart and you get into your own little place where love dwells in your heart, you can fill your whole, every cell in your body up with love or joy, and then you can radiate it. So now you can go to the grocery store, and you can just radiate love or joy into the air, just into the air. And you can feel it. So you do that. You say, love, love, love. I pour my love, the love that's in me, the love that's in myself, from my heart, I pour that into the air. And after a while, just like chanting love, if you chanted, if we went to, I used to do more of the, um, like you go to, uh, what do they call it, exhibits where they have exhibits like a big show or something like, and I would, I would have a table there and I would be selling feng shui. That's what I was doing then. So I would have my table on feng shui. And then, you know, the lights, you know, the neon lights and people coming down the aisle and everything and so many people and so many talking and everything. It would fill the air that it, was a, it wasn't that negative. It wasn't toxic so much. It was just uncomfortable. You got really felt like you were out of energy. Okay. Yeah, it gets so – yeah. You could – so this is what I did. I had a little bell, and I would ring the bell. And, and me and anybody, I used to have students, you know, staff with me on the table. So we would just, we didn't even say it out loud. We would just say, love, 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 or joy, 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 joy. And all of that would be radiating into the air. And in about five minutes, it was completely different. Hmm. So that's what we're talking about, the different levels of being able to heal, different levels of being able to fill yourself with love and joy, use it from the earth, just, just have it with saying thank you. They say that in, in uh, First Nation people, um, they say that gratitude, just just the word gratitude, expression of gratitude. If you right. do that in the beginning of the day, thank you for that. I have I have one here. This is these were steps. I thought this was beautiful. I found this not too far, not too long ago. So this is taken from a sacred teachings of a great being of light that brought. The peace pipe brought the peace pipe to First Nation people in America. And this is what she's taught. This is how you be, prepare yourself for a ceremony or prayers. But I feel you could prepare yourself for more love and joy throughout the whole day. So the first breath was, Gratitude to the divine creator. Just expressing, thank you. Right. Take another breath. The second breath is for love and gratitude to Mother Earth. 
The third breath is you express your gratitude to four-legged, the feathered ones, the swimming ones, the crawling ones, literally everything and everybody that lives on the earth. Okay. The fourth breath is for personal families. And the families of all the nations through and all the nations of the world. This was her this was her way. This is how to prepare people to have to have the peace pipe. The fifth breath was for guidance from the great winged ones or angels of spirit world. Angels and, and light beings who help to know help us to know the best path to follow through the day and how to make the best decisions. I mean, sometimes we just don't know. But if we have, sure. if we have our heart and we have great light beings walking with us that are radiating love and joy, we will have an easier day. And we'll be guided hmm. more. And I'm sure that you were guided because you were saved so many times here in your life. So people, you certainly have been blessed with guidance of, of light beings and guidance from your own heart. And you were listening. And you were listening to them. <laughs> well, listening <laughs> is a good part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Listening is is definitely a big part of it. (laughs) Listening is a big part of it. Absolutely. Yes. We have to listen to our heart. Speaking speaking of listening, one one of the questions why why is why is mindful focus on nature so important for our well being? Well, okay, now that's a lot of levels in that. Okay, let's just think of mindful. Your mind, right. your mind is, is like program. Your mind is, we are hardwired, hardwired mind to just spin out a lot of negative stuff. And negative yes. thought does not help. Does, negative thought can destroy a cell. Positive yes. thought can make a cell to grow. So mm-hmm. now, if, if you have the, the quality of, what was the question again? I, just, I was just thinking <laughs> of something I got off it. The what? <laughs> all all those levels. Yeah. Why is mindful focus oh, on nature? Okay. <laughs> okay, so now mindful so now you're going to tell your mind, because this is really mindful, is just letting your mind know. Say, you know how you're, you're med- get ready to meditate, and then your mind wanders. So you right. can, or your, or your mind would say, this is a better way. If you want to do something, your mind says, ah, don't do that. You can't do that. So now right. your mind, you say to your mind, this is mindful ex- action. Mind, we are now going to think of positive things that are going to happen to us. 
we are going to now, we're going to do five breath grateful prayer. That's what we're doing now. And so sometimes just telling the mind what you're doing will have the mind not give you all that negative imprint. So mindful is beginning that it's a discipline of the mind so that we can learn and develop our skills in going in a positive way, going with love and joy only, just going just as we live with love and joy, just forget peace, harmony, forget everything, and just for the next two years, just do love and joy, period. No other thought. Your life, our mindful thoughts will change your life. That's well, an absolute that guarantee. And that's why you know, I do it. I like that. If, if we're having a hard time focusing on something like that, it's not a problem to say, all right, now, look, I'm going to do this. That's it. And, you know, you know, sometimes you have to just, you know, it, sometimes saying it out loud to ourselves works better than saying it under, just saying it, like, subconsciously to ourselves or saying That's it. That's it. You know, yes. I find, I find that a lot of times I'll write something and I don't realize it doesn't sound right. But, you know, like if, if I'm writing something that I need to do in a speech or I'm writing something that I want to send to somebody, but then yes. if I go through and I read it out loud, I realize all the words I missed or all the things I missed. So a yes. lot of times we need to say things out loud to realize Absolutely. we aren't saying what we thought we thought. Yeah, it's, it's getting right the here. attention of the mind because we yes. are more than our mind. We have to, another level is, we are not our mind. We are more than our mind. We are our heart self. We are, we reside and we are the wisdom and the power and the love and joy within our heart. That's who we really are. We are beautiful beings of light. So we have, when we're in our heart, and this is what I learned. I had cancer in 2017. In August of 2017, I was diagnosed with this cancer and uh, tumor and was on my cervix. And so I knew, I mean, you know, I was, you know, in, in 2017, I was almost 80. So I knew that negative thought will help the cancer grow, period. That, that's, a, that's a given. Positive thought will help it to heal, period. So I did everything, and it took a lot of of energy and strength and mindfulness to just focus on on positive thoughts, on love and joy. And so one of the things I did, and that's what the rain, that's what find the light is all about. This is what I did every single day. From shine the light. And another one of them is there's a chant. There's actually a chant for joy. And it goes, Nam Mioho Ringe Kyo. And this is 
oh, I want your listeners to really look this up because Tina Turner chants this chant. And it, I've never heard anybody chant like her. She's like a, a I, I just can't describe the way she chants. And all you have to do is just listen to the chant. Just put it on your on your iPhone. Just open it up. Say search Tina Turner chanting Namio Ringe Kyo. It's the first one that comes up, so it's it's absolutely there. So then you press on that, and some of them are for five minutes. Some are from two hours. So you can you don't have to have it on loudly. You could have it very soft, but there's there in the words in the words Namio Ringe Kyo. There is power in the words, another level of sound that the words can go into the air and charge the air and heal the air and awaken in you joy. And that's what it does. And there are some people, really literally Buddhists and and different people that are, well, (laughs) Tina Turner, she chants these for hours and hours and hours and hours. And so it's putting it in the air. So the wind is blowing me. The chant of Namio, oh, Ringe Kyo, Namio, Ringe Kyo. And she chants it. <laughs> really, you have to listen to it. It's just really amazing. So that chant awesome. for joy is bringing more joy onto the earth. Interesting. Yeah, I can, I can see you doing that. I yes, will, I will see and it's I an easy thing. Huh. Well, it's very easy. Sometimes, you know, when we go, when we travel from uh, Florida up to Philadelphia, um, I I had a lot of students in Philadelphia, so I still am teaching up there. So, um, and it takes 14 hours to get from Florida, where we are, near Orlando, to Philadelphia. Okay. So, for a long time, we were. It was sometimes we were exhausted. Sometimes we ate a pizza, or sometimes we had sandwiches. We never could figure it out. Okay, this this year after COVID, we said we're not even going to eat. We'll eat a good dinner. We'll eat during the day before we leave. All right. So we're we're not starving or anything like that. We're not going to go on a fast so much, but just for that next fourteen hours, and we always go at night. So we would start around you know, before between 4 and 6 in, in the evening, and then we would go. Now, and every time now when we went up, it was amazing. We, I, I would put the chant on. And the chant was so energizing to the air, I never got sleepy at all. I used to have Starbucks because the coffee would keep me awake. I didn't even need that. I just drank water. We would have a few nuts but not, not a lot to eat at all. I wouldn't eat, eat any snacks. We didn't go into any of the, well, we went into the restaurants. We had to do that. But we didn't go into restaurants or anything like that. So when we got to Pennsylvania, because of this new routine of, of uh, feeding ourselves and, and having sound and just a different thing, I, I, I breathed, I breathed an, an energizing breath. I wasn't tired at all. It was like I was, we did rest. We didn't, we didn't, we had rest. We would take a little walk so our muscles didn't get too out of shape. And 
I, we were both energized when we got there. That's, that's another level, really, of caring for yourself and taking care of yourself. It didn't take food. It took energy of the chance. It took um, water. Water it took water. And it took constantly being in, um, with positive thought. It was fascinating. And, and now we just do that as, as a normal thing. Right. Amazing. Yeah, it was what, amazing. What was the chant? You said? The chant is called Namioho Renge Kyo. Now, this is how you spell it. Oh, I got it. Like I found it. Oh, you found I, it. I found okay. it. Okay, if you just write it, all you have to do is say Tina Turner, and it will come right up. And then when you yeah, listen to that, so, so energizing. And, and it's, it's so beautiful the way she does it. I mean, she has this beautiful voice. I'm, it's really amazing. Interesting. I, I'll put it on the show page. So that's, that's interesting. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, put it on there. Everybody should be chanting it or listening to Tina Turner chant it. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> All right. So now the... Let me see what what that, hmm trying to figure out what I want to ask. Um, all right, the how to apply the nine powers of the earth to open up to more love and joy in our relationship. Have we covered that? We have not covered that, and actually, now I and I have nine steps to more love and joy. But I'll tell you a little secret, and this might be a completely other class. Um, when, I, okay. when, I had, when I have this, I have this kind of in front of me. What I, I wrote it. I always, when I give talk, I always write out all my notes and how I want to say it. But I did write this with directions. There's nine directions. However, when I, but this is my nine steps for today because of the different levels. So the first okay. step is, is the five breaths. But first breath, gratitude to divine creator. Second breath, love and gratitude to Mother Earth. Third breath, because see what the breath does? The breath puts you in your heart. Right. And that's why I like labyrinths, because when you walk a labyrinth, or even with, a, with your finger if you walked a labyrinth, it will put you in your heart. So I'm interested always and how to help people just get in their heart because the heart is where everything is. So then we have the third breath for everybody who lives in the circle of life. We have the fourth breath for your personal families and the families of all the nations around the world. And then we have the fifth breath for guidance from the great winged ones or angels in the spirit world and great light beings. So now the next thing, that's step, that's step number one, just those five breaths. Step number two is go into your heart to find more love and joy. That's where love and joy resides. That's where it lives. That we were given this, the energies, the power, the, the wisdom, the power of love and joy are, are were given to us. So we don't have to do anything in it. And we already have it. It's just like opening the door and walking 
through the levels of it. It's infinite levels of love and joy. We can't ever learn enough about it. Okay, that's number two. Step number three, ask to access the power and wisdom of love or joy. This is like mindful. This is mindful. I am here, you're saying to yourself, to your real self, who you really are. I want to know about power, the power and wisdom of love or joy that's already here. I want to know about it. And then the next step is, and this is the hardest step, of course, and you'll have to remind the mind, being mindful, we are being still, we're not moving so much, so get comfy, and we are being quiet, and we're going to quietly listen. It's like when, when you answer the phone, you say, hello, and then you, don't, you, you wait for somebody to say something. That's what this is. You go into your heart, and you say, hello, <laughs> I want to have access, I want to learn about the power and wisdom of love or joy. And now I'm going to be still, and I'm quietly listen to what myself has to say about that. Then, so you listen, and you listen for, We'll say a, a good time. Don't just listen and then, oh, I don't hear anything. Listen right. until you do hear that soft, because the voice is very soft, very soft and very quiet, and you'll get to know that voice so you'll recognize it. So now when you, whatever you're given, whatever message that is, whatever you hear, you might hear, you might see colors, or you might, you might hear something. You might hear a bell. You know, you might hear a chant. So whatever it is, then you take time to write down. This is step number five. Take time to write down the insight received, what, what you heard or what you saw, what, what, was, what, what happened, what was the insight. As I say, sometimes it's just colors, sometimes it's sounds. Sometimes it's, it's like words. I always hear words. But not everybody hears words. Hmm. And then you have num- step number six is focus your thoughts on a relationship. So think of somebody that you're having a relationship with, and then you concentrate on expressing gratitude for that relationship in any way. I, you know, I like this, I like this, whatever it is. Then you just focus on whatever it is that you can say thank you, that you express your gratitude for that relationship. And you can take time later to tell the person and, you know, talk to the person face-to-face and express the same gratitude because Gratitude always works, always. So that is number seven. Concentrate on gratitude for that relationship. 
number step number eight is now you're you're fill you fill every cell every every muscle fiber every nerve every hair every every like little piece of hair strand of hair every your eyes your ears your sensory system just fill your entire being up with love or joy and now when you're so filled with love and joy it radiates you're like a radiator <laughs> the radiator people don't know about radiators the new because <laughs> they don't have radiators any place but you radiate and pour love or joy into over and through this relationship That's step number eight. And now step nine is to gather gratitude, love, and joy. Heals the relationship in some way. And you're in a different level, different perception, different intuition, different feelings, different memories. Poor Together, we pour passion into the relationship, just with love and joy. And then we energize and expand the relationship. Mm -hmm. So that is nine steps to more love and joy. Interesting. You know, it's, it's interesting how... Anytime we delve deeper and look at something from a different perspective in a different way and learn more about it, we grow and that improves, normally improves, or at least makes us see it in a different way and... It, it just changes our perspective. You know, it makes it so that we can we can see things in a bigger in a way. new way. Yeah, yeah. And normally, from outside ourselves, and not just from, and not just like in my way or my perspective or in a way that helps me but how it helps other people you know and that is especially important in our in our relationships absolutely and so so important <clears throat> and it just you know there's there's so many things that it seems like people don't do that automatically. I think that's a nice way to say it. What do you think? I think so. Yes, absolutely. You know, I didn't either. You know, when I first got married to my first husband, um, I didn't. I didn't know anything then. But 
I feel that. I mean, I my spiritual journey, I got married in the 60s and to my first husband, but I didn't really start my spiritual journey until the end of 1970s. And so there was so much. And as soon as I started going into my heart, and, and that it was like an Edgar Casey study group, and so we did that for eight years. And so when I started that and I started going into my heart and then really getting the wisdom and power in, from my own heart, in my own heart, and from my own heart self, my God self, I was, that's the difference, isn't it? It's from within. When you get it, mm-hmm. when you go into your own within, the infinite levels are there. And the infinite yeah. levels are on, in the world, but one's in the world and one is within, but connected to the within of everything that lives on the earth and to God and, and the universe the cosmos, the sun, the moon, the stars. That's where we connect. And I think that it's so powerful for us. And it's so, um, so beautiful. And, and when, you're in the, when you're in, when I had cancer, I, there were so many times that I still, had can- I still had the tumor before they actually obliterated it, that I still had that tumor. However, the rest of me felt so comfortable, so comforted, and so healed. I knew there were times when I would say, I can't, and I didn't have pain through everything anyway, so I I couldn't really do it from pain. I would have a headache occasionally, but I didn't have real pain from the tumor, which sometimes people don't. But I, I could, I was like, energy less, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. <laughs> I would feel so much better. I would say, oh, my gosh, I'm healed. I remember one time, this was actually after I, I had the diagnosis, and then at, by Thanksgiving the tumor was gone, and, I don't, and then you ring the bell and you say, I don't have cancer. But later on after that, you have a... A blood test. I was having a blood test, and I woke up that morning, and I thought, oh, I'm so energized. I just felt wonderful, you know, like you do on a sunny day, and the weather's mm-hmm. great. And, and I, I felt really energized and wonderful. So I get to where the blood, they take blood out. I had no blood. They couldn't find blood. Mm. They couldn't take, they, could, they said to me, we cannot take any blood from you. There's no blood coming out. They got a vein, but there was no blood coming out. But and I, the lady, the lady didn't get this one, though, Nikki. I mean, this is so funny. So I said to her, "This is this is really, this is this is really something." I just want to tell you that I am energized. So I was full of energy of love and joy. <laughs> And I had no blood, which they say if you have no blood, then you don't have any energy. But I, I was full of energy, and I had no blood. So you could have one of the, not that I recommend doing that, but that was amazing to me. So that levels 
of healing how your physical body lives is quite amazing, too. Anything to confuse the doctors and nurses. <laughs> <laughs> no one even mentioned, no one said a word after I said that. And I told more than one person. I think I told my doctor. I would tell my one. I had two doctors that were really very nice. I had one that would just, he never, you know, when you say these, these things, they don't want to hear it and they make, it, they make light of it or they don't answer or they make something, some comment. But I had my, um, my one doctor and I would tell him, no, I use color, I use this. <laughs> and he would say, oh, very interesting. <laughs> well, they, but, they never knew what was going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is. It's, it's really quite amazing. <laughs> Do you want to um, let the listeners know how they can find out more about you? Of course, I would love that. Thank you very much. Well, my um, I have a company. It's called Shambhala, S-H-A-M, well, it'll be on there, B-H-A-L-L-A, two L's, Shambhala Institute. And what I do, I help people find happiness and more love and joy. So I do shaman coaching. I do light energetics, which is working about light and energy. And I do training programs. And I do lectures, and I'm always looking, love sharing with lectures and give lots of educational programs, all ages. And I, the one thing I love, which we haven't done for a while because of COVID, was we, have, uh, we put on spiritual retreats. So you can find me, um, certainly my telephone number, 352-638-2617. And then my email is melindajoy.miller123 at gmail.com. And my website is shambalainstitute.com. And I have a light tools store. And the store, I really uh, certainly will talk to you. You can certainly, I would, I'm interested in and carrying books about love and joy or light, just about light. So I'm sure I have some of your books. I'm sure of that. And um, so it's a light tool store with light tools. So I have my book, Shine the Light, there, and some other things. I'm looking for other things. Um, But I would like things about light tools. And that is store 4811. 4020-4811-4020, and then there's a dot, company dot site. So that is my store. And if you go on my website, I do have that on there. All right. Sounds good. And, and we've talked about her coming back right before gardening season to talk about shamanic gardening. But it's got to warm up. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. And you and I can talk, Nikki, about putting that, you know, republishing that book into English. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all ready. Yeah. Everything is ready. I have the, you know, the everything. Yes. Thank you so oh, much. Sounds good. Well, and the replay of today's show and the information on how to reach Melinda and, um, All that will be at lovecoachjourney.com slash loveandjoy. So thank you very much for being here. 
and listeners, I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio.